Hey, thanks for pressing play. Uh, this is a short excerpt of a coaching session that I did with one of my clients um, who will remain anonymous for now as she is uh, on the job hunt um, and currently also employed. But I decided to press record uh, and share this segment of the session with y'all because I loved her question. She wanted tips on starting conversations with potential employers. And if you know anything about me and my philosophy on job hunting, uh, client book building, uh, it's all kind of the same thing. It's you reach out to companies that you're genuinely interested in and inspired by, and you start conversations with them. You ask questions, you start a conversation. The goal is not to get a job offer yet. The goal is just to start a conversation. And so the question, well, how do we start conversations with people that we're interested in meeting and potentially working with is a big one. So my client and I uh, got into this topic for 15 or so minutes today, and I hope that you find it helpful. Uh, if you do find it helpful and you'd like to dive into some, uh, some of this for yourself, don't hesitate to uh, reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter, I'm at Rarely Jeremy, or via email, I'm Jeremy at inspiring.careers. I would love to talk with you and help you out. All right, enjoy this segment and hit me up on any of those platforms, LinkedIn as well, uh, if you have any questions or would like to start a conversation with me. <laughs> have a great day. All right, Zoom Okay. So thank you so much for your permission to record. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> and because this is just too good of a conversation to pass up, I want other people to be able to benefit from, from some of this, this knowledge and these tips. You just asked me for tips for starting conversations. Is that right? Yes. So the first thing that comes to mind whenever uh, I have this conversation with people is to ask you to turn the question back around on you and ask you, what kinds of questions do you have for them based on the research that you've done so far, based on the, the, you know, whether they have a job posting or not, whether you're reaching out to the head of design or product at the company or the head of talent, these kinds of nuances are going to determine how you want to start a conversation. So maybe we can pick an example uh, one of the companies on your list and, um, and just, yeah. well, why don't we start with verify since that's the one I am talking to in a couple days. Cool. So verify, let me, uh, so you mentioned the reason why you're interested in this company is that they're growing quickly. They're financially stable and they, they, from what you've seen, have this very well-regarded culture and low attrition rate. Like they don't lose yeah. employees, which is obviously a great sign. Yes. Now, um, and their reputation is the people who work for them really enjoy working for them. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So what is something that you're curious about, about Verify? Um, so 
I think there are a couple things. And then I also should say one of the reasons I wanted to specifically reach out to Leslie, whom I'm speaking to, is she transitioned into UX from a media background, which is very adjacent to what I'm doing now as well. Um, Some of the specific questions I wanted to talk to her about were about her own background and transition, such as, you know, leveraging her prior skill set and convincing um, companies that that was valuable. And then if certain types of companies or certain fields were more receptive to career transitioners in her experience. Um, yeah, so that that is a little bit about why I was hoping to speak to her specifically. Cool. Um, so you have your you have your sort of reasons for reaching out. And so my mm-hmm. biggest tip in terms of starting conversations is to be curious. And you're curious about these things already. So um, formulating these things as questions, formulating these, these desires to learn as questions, ending in a question mark, um, mm-hmm. is such a great way to start a conversation. Because as we've talked about, human beings are programmed to answer uh, uh a questioning statement. We're programmed to share knowledge, to answer questions. And so, and especially when, when we, when we feel confident in the answers and when it, when it relates to our own stories. So um, what's a question that you can ask Leslie? And by the way, are you planning on, oh yeah, you said you guys are planning on actually having a phone conversation. Phone conversation. Yes. Cool. Um, Which I prefer just because I find it tends to be a little more personable than just going through things over email. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so let's let's um, let's let's run through it. Let's do like a mock phone conversation real quick, just to just to sort of feel what it would be like to start a conversation like this. So, uh, you call me. I'm Leslie. I pick up. Hello, this is Leslie. Hi, Leslie. Nice to meet you. Hey, Lauren. It's great to meet you as well. I'm glad to get the chance to to talk to you. You seem really cool. Well, thank you. Uh, I like to think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you for taking the time to speak to me as well. Um, and I'm hoping I won't take too much of your time, but I'd love to ask a little bit of, uh, about your transition um, and about working at Verify. So I'm happy to dive right in. Sure. What would you like to know? So um, I saw that you switched from um, kind of the world of media into UX design Um coming from Saatchi and Saatchi. So I work in marketing and media sourcing. So it's a world that I'm very adjacent to. Um, And, um, you know, knowing what it takes to work in media, it's a lot of kind of understanding ROI, a lot of managing projects, being responsive to the clients. Um, And I think there are a lot of valuable skills that you can take into, a UX role kind of post going through bootcamp. So I'd love to know kind of how you started those conversations, how you started convincing companies that those, that really is a valuable skill set that you're bringing into UX. So you're curious to know how you, how I convinced companies to hire me when I was new to UX? Yeah. Um, you know, kind of, I guess your value proposition coming in from a, I guess, an atypical background rather than going straight into a UX field? Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so 
pretending like I have the answer. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a great way to, so we'll pause on the, on the mock conversation. That's, that's a, that's a much clearer, the second time around was a much clearer way to ask that question. Um, that was, that was much easier to answer. And she'll say something to the effect of, well, I have no idea what she'll say, so I'm not even going to pretend. Um, but the second one was a much clearer answer. So now let's pretend that Leslie has given you a great answer that has provided you with lots of insight for how you can, um, you know, your own value proposition in approaching companies as uh, a junior UX researcher coming from a strong background in media. Um, and it just really resonated. Boom, the answer has been given. Yes. Um, so, you know, something like that's, that's really interesting and really helpful to hear. Um, I probably want to react to whatever she said based on kind of what the answer is, any follow-up questions, um, especially in terms of positioning herself when it comes to, you know, getting a portfolio out there. Um, and yeah, um, but I know that one of the things I would love to ask her, you know, a little further down the line, when we go into the mock interview, um, is just kind of whether she had some success, you know, whether she had varying success and whether she found certain types of companies more receptive, especially noted, mm. noticing that her first job um, was with a studio. So maybe, you know, staying within the media world or it's actually computer software. It's actually yeah. venture studio. Um, so. Yeah, that's actually a great question. Like, like, did you find that certain companies were more responsive or open to this kind of career transition and willing to give you a chance? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, do you have like a, like an, like a, um, like an outright question list for her or do you just sort of have like, like topics that you want to touch on? Um, I have topics I want to touch on. I was planning on creating a question list Good. before the conversation. I just have not done it yet. <laughs> no problem. Yes. Highly recommend. Um, treat it like, I mean, it's an interview, you know that, I mean, you're, you're kind of interviewing her informally, but definitely treat it like, um, as if you were having somebody on a podcast or, uh, interviewing somebody on live television, you know, th this idea that, um, clear questions always get great answers out of people. So um, what was it like? They, they don't have to be these, you know, like closed ended questions, of course, but like, what was it like to transition from a strong career in a mostly unrelated field and, and start fresh in UX? Now she gets yeah. to tell you the story of what that was like, what that felt like. And you'll connect a lot on those stories, on those emotions. And then getting into a little bit more of the tactical, like you asked, were there any companies that were more receptive? Did you notice any patterns of, in terms of which companies were more open to uh, this career transition that you were making? And did you find that, representing yourself in a certain way, like talking about it in a certain way, presenting a certain value proposition. Um, did that, did, did you learn how to basically craft that over the course of that, that job hunt? Um, yeah, these kinds of questions. And then, I mean, another recommendation for you is like, wherever you're writing these questions down, 
you know, leave some space underneath each one and like answers. Yeah. Jot down those insights that she gives you. Um, and then you can repeat them back to her in the conversation. So let's say she says, Oh yeah, I found that, um, more, more modern companies were very receptive to this kind of career transition. They love to see people who, uh, invest in themselves and aren't afraid to take risks and go in new career directions. And so I found that companies under, you know, 500 people or companies less than 15 years old or companies, whatever, tended to be, tended to have the, the, the best response, the, the most openness to this type of thing. And you're like, okay, that's really interesting. So I can understand why smaller or younger companies would feel that way. And then maybe, <laughs> I mean, you could potentially even ask if she knows um, or if she would like recommend any companies other than the one, uh, other than, than uh, Verify, like were there any companies that really stood out to you in your job hunt that you would consider, you know, working with again at some point in the future? I would love to know about them. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So yeah. In, in the theme really is like, ha- like, starting starting interesting conversations really comes down to like asking people about their experiences and being genuinely curious to learn something from the other person so you've got those already you you are genuinely curious about leslie you chose her for a very specific reason which again is that she executed an almost identical career transition to what you're working on right now um and I think you're going to learn a lot from this conversation by just being, being curious and interested in what she has to say, what her experience was like, her advice and recommendations for execute. Like, you know, is there anything that you would do differently if you were, if you were transitioning from media to UX right now, knowing what you know? Uh, I'm sure she'll have some great advice on that front. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I'm going to jot that down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let me know how this goes. I'm excited for you. This is something that I did uh, years ago when I was looking to break into the design field. I hit up a ton of design leaders on LinkedIn, agency owners and everything on LinkedIn, and just asked them if they'd be willing to chat with me and give me their, their advice for like a, you know, a young designer breaking into the field. And I'd say about like, 60 to 70% of them accepted my connection request. Maybe half of those responded to my message. A quarter were willing to get on a phone call. And um, I almost made a podcast out of it called 10 Minute Mentors. And <laughs> I, never, I never published it. <laughs> um, but that's why now I'm publishing these because I want to just get yeah. shipping and sharing. That would be an interesting podcast too, just because it's, right. it's applicable to so many fields. Yeah. Um, it's everyone's got a network nowadays. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, if, um, if you happened to feel like recording the conversation with permission, obviously I would love to publish it on the inspiring careers podcast RSS feed, because at the end of the day, this is just about like, like, like capturing interesting conversations about careers. And I think that conversation will be a very interesting conversation. So if you feel so inclined to do that, that'll be awesome. But I recognize that it's also probably just a phone call, which would make it hard. Yeah, I think it, it is just a phone call. So <laughs> rather than a recording no or rather than a Zoom meeting. So 
yeah. we, you and I will have that conversation once you have successfully executed this transition. I'll get to <laughs> Yes. What was we the experience like? <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, well, cool. Anything else on the topic of starting conversations with people? Um, no, I think that's pretty good. Um, I mean, I think I might want to kind of rehash the conversation when it comes to, you know, the first time I get a response from one of the recruiters. So if you're starting up a conversation directly with a recruiter rather than someone who, you know, might be a 10 minute mentor. Um, so yeah. Um, but I think for the most part, this is probably, you know, good for this initial conversation. Got a few questions laid out because, you know, what we talked about as well as the questions I have about Verify and working there and whatnot. Um, yeah. yeah, probably more than sufficient to fill that half hour. So I was going to say, yeah, definitely prioritize those questions too. the things that you find yeah. you're most curious about. Uh, try to get to those first. And then obviously follow up questions will slip in. Um, and you know, you probably won't get to all of your questions if you have lots of questions. So, uh, a really good thing to do at the end of a, of the, the scheduled timing, uh, for that conversation is to say, well, look, I know that we're up on time. Um, I have a few more questions for you. You know, I'd love to send them to you via email. And if they're yeah. easy to answer on email, um, you know, take your time, but I, I'd love to, to ask you these additional questions on email. And if you find that they are questions that would be better suited for a follow-up phone conversation and you're willing to do that, I would love to talk to you again because it's been a pleasure getting to know you. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Well, cool. Okay. All right. I'm going to end this recording.